Welcome, everybody, to the Barbells 2 Buddhist Podcast. I am your host, as always, Roar Alexander, and it is awesome having you here today to join me. Now, I am going to start off by telling you right off the top, you can probably tell by the title of this episode, this, I'm not a politically correct person in, in any way. Um, long story short, guys, so this is not going to be a politically correctly titled episode, and that, and, and that's fine. And you can take with that as you will. If you don't like it, you think I'm a dick, whatever, that, that's completely awesome. Uh, it's a free world. You're more than welcome to not follow this podcast anymore. But I really just can't think of a better word to describe these people that I'm going to be talking about today. So if you, if you didn't read it over, today's episode is what the fitness, what, <laughs> what the fitness, what the fitness fucktards at the gym can teach you about getting fit because I'll be honest with every gym has them they're just you you know the guys that I'm talking about like they're doing side raises with 35s or 40 pounds saw one the other day he's doing this like just yanking on the lat pull down as hard as he can and it literally literally I'm just gonna change my microphone right here was literally carrying him out of the seat like it was nuts um you know they, they get on the Gravitron machine there. So that's like the machine where you can do dips or pull-ups and it's got the plate. You put your knees on it. But they're, the dude's like kipping on it. I'm like, why? why you? That's the entire point of the machine is to keep your strict technique. And you're going kipping on it. Um, you, you know, you're just you're flopping around like a maniac. You know, you got the bars just fly. You're smashing the bar into your chest. It's just like... What the fuck? You know, they're, they're, they're yelling, they're screaming, they're grunting. Yet, here's the thing. They're in kind of good shape. Like, they are. I'm not going to lie, man. You see a lot of them all the time. Like, I look at them, I'm like, how the fuck is, how is that guy in shape? And I've been around gyms for a long time. So, I, I talk to them sometimes, right? I like to find things out. And, you know, you get to know them and I watch them. So, between watching them and knowing some, you know, you know them personally and, and just, you know, just being around them. I've been doing this for 20 some odd years. I could tell you, they're, while they're doing a lot wrong, they are accidentally doing a lot right. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what it is that you can learn from them. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying we want to learn from them and go emulate them. No. If, but if they took some of these characteristics that they do have, and they implemented them properly with good technique, better with more mindful muscle connection, they would have double the results. They would be fucking monsters of the gym, right? Monsters of fitness. But again, if so what I want you to do is I want you to say, okay, what can we what what are they doing that maybe I'm not doing? And what then can I and I'll explain the thing, you know, the things that you can do so we can watch what they do. And then we can take it and we can make it a hell of a lot better. And you will get better results, I promise you this. Because they can actually teach you a lot. They teach you a lot of what not to do, but they also teach you a lot of what to do. So don't want to waste... Actually, before we get into it, I did want to talk about um, my... This is my second annual, so I'm going to get this out in the next few days. This is my second annual... Halloween Spooktacular Body Transformation Online 
Kickstart Coaching Challenge. That's a lot of words. So we're just going to call it our Halloween Body Transformation Kickstart. And as a listener of this podcast, or if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or even YouTube, anywhere, as if, you, if you know me, then I am inviting you to be a part of it. So what is it you're asking me? Well, I will just give you a bit of background. I am a big fan of Halloween. Always have been. Always enjoyed it. Always like getting into costumes. You know, I've, been, I've been a superhero guy. In fact, my mom the other day, she gave me some pictures of when I was a kid. And... Uh, I had some really weird costumes back. I think one year I was a seahorse. I used to love seahorses when I was like six, uh, which is fine because my kid right now, he's seven and he's into Axel Waddles, which are some kind of aquatic lizard, by the way. Can't own them in Canada. Maybe in Thailand I'll get one because we do have a, we do plan on having a pet alligator in Thailand as well because those are the things that you can do in Southeast Asia that you can't do over here. Um, but yeah, it's a picture of me at 13 years old in my Spider-Man costume and I had that Spider-Man costume for a number of years. I remember I did an Optimus Prime once. I think it was a Ninja once. So I've always, you know, I've always been into uh, action, uh, m- you know, superheroes, uh, stars, that sort of stuff, right? Um, I remember there's a couple years there. We, my friend and I, we, uh, you know, we go to the gym, whatever we go out is, uh, uh, what do you call it? FBI agents, right? And so we were both standing. He's 6'3", I'm 6'4". We go as FBI agents. And people thought we were real FBI agents. It was pretty nuts. It's kind of funny because we live in Canada. And yet our costumes were so, I guess, just you know, it's just so well made. And really, they weren't even costumes. They were suits with a holster uh, with fake guns, which you could kind of do a little more back in the 90s. Um, we were very influenced by the X-Files, so we based our costumes kind of off X-Files. We had the name tags that said FBI. We even had badges you could pull that said FBI with it. And people literally thought we were FBI agents. It, w- it was pretty crazy. But Halloween's always been a really exciting time for me. And I've always liked to get in shape for Halloween because quite often my costumes, like I said, they're physique costumes. Now, the one costume I did years ago that probably, well, actually really, really started my adult getting in shape. Obviously, when I was a kid, you know, I just wore the Spider-Man costume, whatever. But my first real dally into uh, getting in really good shape for Halloween, besides the, the you know, the, the, the um, FBI suits, which again, you didn't have to be, you know, super in shape for. We were just regular dudes to go in the gym. But it was in uh, 2005, it was, uh, I believe, October 29th of 2005. And I entered a, and back in, and it was months earlier because you had to register for it earlier. I entered, I think it was the, com- the company at the time was called Fame. And they had a, a Halloween fitness model contest. And I signed up for it. And I mean, I trained hard for it. I don't think, I told the story before on my Facebook, but I don't think I had a cheat day for like 16 weeks. It was like four months of tuna, rice, uh, rice cakes, chicken breast, broccoli, brown rice, you know, the whole thing that 20 some odd year olds do to get in shape. And we tell everybody just how amazing that diet is and how good we can stick to it. And it's so easy. It's like, <laughs> if I go back in time right now, I'd kick myself in the balls uh, for that because it's bullshit. But then the funny thing is, is I'm almost in as good shape now, not even competing on the stage. And, you know, I mean, it just had this morning, just had some, another non-bread. I eat a lot of non-bread. But, yeah, just enjoying Thai food, Indian food, Malaysia food. You know, just uh, once you learn more about fat loss, nutrition, calories in, calories out, which macros to, um, you know, 
kind of anchor your life around, you can stay pretty much what I call um, athletic light very, very easily. So back then I had to diet, you know, probably 12 weeks. And I was still in shape and eating clean, but you had to diet to get to the point where I walk around now at 46, by the way, 46 and a half for those of you paying attention, almost more 46 and two thirds. But my, uh, so I did that. Um, I think, I think I was the punisher for that one. I don't, I don't think I did anything too crazy, but it was the next year, I think that I uh, dressed up as Skeletor and I had a full, full blue body paint. The whole thing, um, and that kind of is where I really fell in love with the idea of getting uh, jacked and ripped for Halloween. And since then, it sort of stuck. I do it every year. Last year, I was the Punisher again. I tend to go back and forth between the Punisher if I'm lazy. But this year, I decided, you know what? Skeletor, he needs a revisit. Skeletor's got to bring on the domination, you know, the Lord of Destruction. So I contacted a guy named Justin, who I would get to have on the podcast, by the way. And uh, he is a uh, he is a current cosplay designer, and he used to do costumes for a lot of the shows like Arrow, um, a lot of the CW shows, different superhero shows, stuff like that. And I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, man, how much is it if I wanted a really, really like Comic Con sort of?" Now, okay, I should, really shouldn't go that far. Um, I said, "I don't want to, you know, this isn't Spider, this Spider Man, <laughs> this isn't." Skeletor for a freaking movie, but I also don't want a cheap ass one. Like something I could wear to a Comic Con, Halloween, something that'll last me a long time. I don't want it to fall apart. Because my other one made out of foam and it fell apart. Yeah, after Halloween, I had, I had one year and that was it. And it's like eight hundred bucks, right? It's like eight hundred dollars to get this like really, really good quality Skeletor costume made. But for me, it's an investment because. I'd like to be Skeletor for probably at least the next three years, and then maybe I'll even dabble back and forth. So I got this uh, cool skull from coming. But anyway, guys, long story short, let's get back on track here. I, I ramble, right? This year, October 1st to October 30th, I invite you, yes, you, my friends, my listeners, my viewers, whoever you are, wherever you are, to join me in a month. I'm just going to make it really simple. I'm just going to cut this down to the, the, cut all the shit, just tell you what it is. Diet hard. Okay, I got a diet book. There's a protein-sparing diet that I'm going to be implementing with everybody. Vegetables, meat, a little bit of carbohydrates, lots of water. Long story short, right? Um, again, no broccoli. Uh, you can have broccoli if you want, but it's going to still be dynamic, but it's dynamically boring. You're going to diet hard. You're going to train hard. I'm going to do group Zooms. Um, if you're in the Vancouver area, you can join me in person. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Fighting a cold, by the way. I don't know if you can tell I'm in voice. It's been like a week. Let me just have some uh, water right here. Oh, yeah, I needed that. Um, if you're in the Vancouver area, there's going to be special group workouts at my gym as well. So if you're, uh, you know, if you are in the area, you get those included. And if you're in the Vancouver area, this is the most awesome part. And the fasting part can, you know, the fasting part is you don't have to do it. I am going to, you know, like I said, diet hard, train hard. Then October 29th to October 30th, I will be fasting. And then we finish up. So who's ever in the Vancouver area doing this with me? We finish up by going to the secret spa in North Vancouver. And we are going to be doing a fire and ice sauna and ice dip sit around the uh, fire event to wrap it up. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And by the way, if you're wondering what the price is, 
the price is only $299, which is an amazing price considering you do get two, you know, power hours with me. Uh, the very first one is where I helped you customize your workout program. So you get the best results over the 30 days. There's nutrition guidance. Like I said, you get the ebook. Um, it, it like, I'm like $300 for an hour of coaching alone. Well, not quite that much, about 250 So for 300 you get the entire month with me. So that's just going to be awesome. Now, how do you find out more about it? Very simply, go to www.barbellstobuddhas.com slash Halloween. That's it. Barbellstobuddhas.com slash Halloween. Check it out. Down at the bottom, there's an application process down there. Um, there's the payment process. Very simple. Of course, you can always reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram as well if you would like to know a few more details. But guys, it, it, this, isn't, this isn't rocket science, right? Like I said, at the end of the day, it's me helping you come up with a good exercise program. Train hard, diet hard, have some fun, get on some Zooms. If you're in the Vancouver area, you get a couple classes with me at my gym. And then we meet up at the sauna for really just amazing like uh, 90 minutes of hot, cold, and all you can drink unlimited kombucha. Which if you're after fasting, is just going to be fucking awesome. So there you go. Uh, that's it. Let's, uh, I hope to see you guys join me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking really forward to it. So let's get back to what the fucktards in the gym can teach you about lifting. Or getting fit, I should say. Now, number one, they lift heavy. They're lifting too heavy. They are. They are lifting too heavy for what they can do. But they are lifting heavy. And that sort of goes with uh, the next word. They are lifting heavy intensely, right? They should be probably rowing 60s, and they're rowing 90s, and they're ripping it. They got the body going, but guys, they are going heavy. And so, and most people, I would say, you know, I've done a little challenge. I challenge people on my Instagram stories once on TikTok to say, you know what? Next time you go in the gym, try doing all your exercises about 10% heavier. I had my client the other day, Rowan, one of my live kind of hybrid clients, and he was doing his thing, doing his thing. And I said, I looked at his sheet. And I said, you know what? We're going to add on. We're going to add on. I think it was 15 pounds. And he did it. Slammed it out, right? And a couple weeks before that, I, again, I caught him. I went, hmm, I see your numbers. Let's try adding on another 10 pounds. And he did it, right? So get in there, lift heavier. So that's number one. And then, like I said, number two is intense. Really, guys, like if you're going to go for it, go for it. Get mind-muscle connection. When you're doing that row, you're going to grab that dumbbell. You're going to grab the side of the bench. You're going to get your back flat. You're going to, all right, ready? Boom. You are going to rip that sucker up. Then I want you to intensely hold that isometric position just for half a second, one second. And then try to intensely slowly, that's right, intensely slow. Don't just let gravity drop it. That's not intense. That's gravity doing the work for you. That's gravity being intense. It's not you being intense. I want you to intensely slow that weight down. All right, so these guys, like I said, they're lifting heavy, too heavy, but they're still lifting heavy. And they are putting a lot of 
emphasis into it just in the wrong way. They're using way too much cheating. They're using way too much you know, body English, whatever it is they call it. You know, just, Then when they do their dumbbells, they're twisting their hips. They're basically turning into some kind of twisting exercise when it's not. But the intensity, guys, is there. They're, rah, rah, you know, sort of thing. I'm not saying do that either. Well, you know, maybe going, you know, maybe you're a little, you know, sure. Get in there, guys. I don't literally, honestly, I don't quite hear enough people. I should be able to close my eyes in the gym and at least hear people working. I should at least hear some. Don't don't even hear that, guys. So I can always tell people, like, I become so good at exercise nowadays that when I teach people about the overhead um, presses and stuff, I actually I actually can listen to what their overhead press feels like because I can tell if they're snapping their wrist straight at the top because if they are, you should hear that little ting of the barbell, sort of the plate sort of twisting on the barbell there for a second. If they're doing a good clean or a good snatch, I should be able to hear you. Little. That was, by the way, me stomping on the ground. So I should, I can be able to hear the intensity you're bringing to every single one of your lifts. I want to be able to look in your eyes and see the intensity, see the focus. And I'll give those guys that. They have that. Now, the next thing, they do, they go to the gym a lot, man. <laughs> the truth is, they're there like four, five, six, maybe seven days a week. But their frequency is up there. They're not the kind of guys that are just going once, twice, Maybe on good weeks, three times a week if they can squeeze it in. No, no, no. They are going out of their way to get to the gym a lot. So their frequency is up there. And the fact is, guys, even if your training is just kind of to ship, but it's just you're, you're frequent, you get better results. A guy doing a shitty workout twice a week and a guy doing a shitty workout five days a week, well, the guy doing a shitty workout five days a week is just going to get better results just because his body is under more stress. It's under more weight. So frequency is up there. So I would say, you know what? If you really want to change your body, now if you just want to stay healthy, you want to keep your bones strong, if you just kind of want to just stay generally healthy in that healthy body fat percentage range, yeah, awesome. You know, two days a week is all you need. But for me, for my clients, you know, people that really want to change, they really want to, you know, change their body, to change their mind, to change their life, travel the world, go in Thailand, do some Muay Thai, uh, start that jujitsu. Maybe go to India and you know do do a couple weeks at a yoga retreat, meditation. You got to sit there. Got you know. Then you get the things like the the five a.m. holy mountain climb, stuff like that. Going to Mexico, checking out the temple, whatever it is, right? You want to be going like four or five days a week. So I, I work on a five day split for the most part, which is um, four days for me. For me, my my standard is four days, but I try to go five, particularly as a body transforming. So I do four days of weight training, and my fifth day is sort of a uh, power. It's a power day uh, and very core focus. I do a lot more ab work nowadays than I ever have, and it's actually helped a lot. And That's one of the things I've changed in my training, which, by the way, my next episode is going to be talking about what I do to stay um, almost as fit, like I said, as that fitness show at 46 than I was when I was, I believe that I would have been 29 when I did that contest. I would have been 29 years old, not 27, like I've been saying on media. But I uh, found the poster for it the other day. It was a lot of work, by the way, to find that freaking uh, Halloween fitness model poster because it's so long ago. And yeah, but, but I've been 29 years old. But yeah, four or five days a week. 
Now, I like to talk to them about their diets as well. And they do get their protein in. And again, most of them end up doing too much. They're like, yeah, bro, two scoops after my workout, two scoops before my workout. And they're like, wow. I'm like, that's like 90 scoops of 90 grams of protein in like the stretch of one hour. But, but they again are getting in their protein and nearly every, I don't even want to say nearly, I'm going to say every, every consultation I do, whether it's a weight loss client or a weight gain client, every single one that I do for people out there who don't have their dream body, but are training, they never eat enough protein. As simple as that. And so these guys are eating the bro amounts of protein, which is way too much. But honestly, I'll say it's better to eat too much than too little. I'd rather you eat 50 grams too much than 30 grams not enough. So they are getting in their protein. So now what can we learn from here, right? We This is the way you do um, protein, guys. And I'm going I'm to try to I'll make, the, make it as simple as I can. So if you are 15, and this is for the guys, I'm not going to talk about women, we could talk about you another time, but let's just say if you're a guy and you're about 15% body fat or less, then you can do a gram per pound of body weight. Really, that's pretty golden. Now, if you're trying to gain weight, you want to add some muscle, then you would probably go to about a gram per pound that you want to weigh. So let's say you want to put on 10 pounds then you would say, and let's say you're 160, so you could do 160. You throw it up to 170 or whatever. I, I can't even remember the number I just said. But let's just say you want to add on 10 pounds, and you move it up a bit. But for the most part, if you do gram per pound of body weight, literal body weight, you step on the scale, you match that. Now, for those of you 16% and over, and it's very important, particularly guys, and understand this, if you are overweight, like if you are over fat, you don't need to eat gram per pound because let's say you're carrying 50 pounds of fat. Well, you don't need protein for that fat. It's useless. There's no point. So you just do one gram per lean pound of body weight. It's that simple. Maybe a little bit more, but if you're if like I, I got a client right now, I might be working on these 315 pounds. He does not need 315 grams of protein a day. He's giving me like 180, so like half. So per lean gram. Now, Again, you might say, well, Roar, I don't know what my body fat percentage is. And what you could do, I believe, is what they'd say. What is it? One gram per every centimeter tall you are. So if you're 100, and I'm giving you mine, I'm 194 centimeters tall. And I'm around 190 grams of protein a day. So that kind of makes sense. I'm, I'm a little closer, about 185 grams of protein, but pretty darn close, right? So, general rule, those are kind of your general sums when it comes to protein. But again, these guys getting too much. But they are getting in their protein. Now, the next thing. Hey guys, I just wanted to jump in here for a quick moment to tell you about my stronger, longer, leaner, and better coaching program with, of course, myself. Now, I have been doing health and fitness and body transformation coaching for a long time. A long time. That's my my Obi-Wan. And the reason I love it so much is because I love to see my clients change for the better. Now, 
I do want to be clear about that. I'm not talking so much about the physical transformations, but they're there. Believe me, they are there. But I'm talking more about the internal mental transformations. You know, the newfound confidence, the boost in energy, the boost in their outlook. Guys who are hiding behind profile pictures of some cartoon character or superhero are now replacing it with their smiling photographs. Guys who would never have taken their shirt off at the beach, hell, even avoided beaches and pools, are now hitting up saunas and cold dips and sharing their amazing experiences on their social media. Guys who dream of travel, adventure, exploration, maybe finding their inner 007, but thought to themselves, you know what? That's just not for me. Guys who thought my best days are behind me, and honestly, they weren't even that great, are now getting and taking a huge new second chance at life. And even the dads who just have the energy and stamina to play with their kids without getting winded or having to rest their feet or rest their backs after a simple trip to the park. That, my friends, is what gets me fired up. And I hope that's maybe what gets you fired up as well. Because the fact is this. You never know how much you're missing from your life until you start that journey. And I know it can be a scary journey, very intimidating, right? Diets, fad workouts, ridiculous fast, ridiculous cleanses, circus act workouts. This guy says this, that guy says that. You have no idea who to believe or who to trust. And that is where I want to help you. Because I know it's a scary world when it comes to fat loss. But the truth is, guys, it doesn't have to be at all. So let's get rid of that fat. Let's build some muscle. And let's start to see more and experience more of this crazy world we live in, but in the good way. Now, if this sounds great to you, then please feel free to set up your 100% free first five-pound strategy call with me. And yes, it could be your first five pounds of fat loss or five pounds of muscle gain. It's up to you. But let's hop on a call and find out where you think you could use some help. And let's find out if we're a great fit. So go to www.barbellstobudas.com slash free call, fill out the quip application, let's connect. And now let's get back to the Barbells to Buddhas podcast. So one thing that, another thing that they have, right, is they do have the tools to get in the extra reps. Again, they're wearing it like a fucking costume. Used to be, I remember when I used to work at Good Life, and uh, it's when um, uh, Good Life Fitness, this is in the, uh, would have been mid-2000s, and they introduced, um, Les Mills introduced a class called Body Combat, which I'm sure is still around. And it was a basically a, a well, basically it is a, a kickbox. It's a, it's a it's a shadow kickbox. You see, all the ladies there on the spot, you know. All right, ladies, one, two, punch, 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 kick. You know that sort of thing. But ladies would come there with boxing gloves on and MMA gloves. I was like, why are you wearing? You're punching the air. Um, but it's just you know, I just just got in the mood, I guess. Um. So I was I always made this joke that I was going to walk in there one day just dressed up. I was going to get one of those fake UFC belts and walk in there and be like, hey, I'm ready for my glass. But anyway, uh, it just made me a dick in my <laughs> very, very late 20s, early 30s. But anyway, you know, these guys, they got, they got the straps on, right? They got the straps around every exercise they do. They got the belt on. They're doing the tricep extensions. They got the belt going on, the straps, you name it. They got the neck harness. They're rocking it. But the fact is, guys, they got their fucking Batman utility belt. Now, like, they don't no fucking clue how to do it properly. But they still got the straps and stuff like that 
to help them rip out those extra reps, right? They're getting in those extra reps that normally your fingers might give out on. You, you know, just stop, but they, they're going for it. Like that goes back to the intensity. So they got some tools to help them throw in a little bit of extra intensity. So watching them actually... I kind of started going to myself, I'm like, you know what, dude, I probably should wear my wraps a little more often on some of these. Because, and, and the people, some people are on wraps, some people are off wraps, but the fact is, your grip does give out sometimes before the bigger muscle groups. Now, I don't think you should wear them that often, but your grip does give out sometimes, and they do help. They put the pressure, they take the pressure off the fingers, and they put them on the wrist. So... Get yourself, you know, get yourself a lifting belt for getting in those heavier lifts when you're going for those ones, twos, threes. Get the belt going on, right? I've been using a belt every Sunday because it's squat temper for me right now. So I've been hitting up some uh, one rep maxes. Hit my one rep max, my official, my world, my lifelong biggest one rep max last week at 46 years old. My current before that was 305. I hit a 315 the other day. And that's the thing. I didn't even hit a 315 just once. I hit a 315 three times. Now, that's not saying I hit 315 for three reps. I hit 315. I racked it. And I said, holy shit. That actually didn't feel as bad as I thought it was going to. I was like, that must just be a fluke. I'm not going to go heavier. But I'm going to see if I could do it again. And this time I'm going to tape it. So I recorded it and I did it. But I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't super happy with it. I just, I just, I was like, I don't know. I, I hit the target, but I was just like, felt a little sloppier than that first one did, which, to be honest, is kind of the point. Um, but me being kind of stubborn, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a full five minute break here. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to record it again. And I'm going to make it look better. And I did. So I was like, you know what? By the end of this month, I'm hoping I can hit a 325. We'll see. But yeah, I got my belt on for that, right? And I've been using my straps a little bit more often and uh, did some Olympic lifting the other day and I tossed on the, I was like, you know what? I was at the Olympic lifting club. I'm like, you know, I'll toss on the Olympic lifting shoes. You know, because that's what they're for. They're there to help you with your technique a bit. So there you go. So, you know, those guys, they might wear the ship even when they don't need to wear the ship. But the fact is they own this shit. They got their gym bag. They got their Batman freaking like a you know, utility belt, their bag with them. So, you know, more power to them. Good for them. And the other thing that they do, this is kind of like the, uh, the final one I'll talk about today is, and again, it's kind of douchey, but at the same time, if you can do it without looking like a douche, I'd say do it. But they flex a lot. Like they're fucking constantly lifting up the shirt. Oh, let me see this. And I turn around here. But, you know, the truth is they, they're looking at sections. They're looking at themselves. And they are they are giving themselves evaluations. And they're going, okay, this area needs to come up. That area needs to come up. And there's a lot of benefit, to be honest, about just flexing and contracting your muscles. Now, Bruce Lee would do it too. Only thing, he wasn't douchey about it. But Bruce Lee was a big opponent of flexing. Uh, it's kind of like, it, basically it is. It's an isometric attraction. And uh, you'll hear Schwarzenegger, a lot of the bodybuilders talk about how they would do these entire and exhausting, just flexing posing routines. So right now, even if you're listening to this, what I want you to do is, 
Uh, let, let's say you're sitting in the car right now. Let's because I'm gonna give you two things. You're either sitting or you're gonna be not not in the car. If you're, if you're in the car, then I want you to squeeze your ass right now, really, really tight. Just squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze it, squeeze as tight as you can. <sighs> you can feel those ass muscles tightening up. Or you do that a lot, you will get a strong grass. I promise you that. Now, if you're standing up right now, what I want you to do is I want you to put your hands together. I want you to bring them to your chest like a prayer position. And I want you to push as hard as you can. Push your hands together as hard as you can. Feel the chest. Feel those biceps, the triceps kicking in. Everything's kicking in. And then relax, right? You can feel the blood flowing to the chest and the arms. So do more, especially the days you can't make it to the gym. Do more flexing. And if you're by yourself in the bathroom, whatever, get in front of the mirror, man, and just do some flexing. Flex away. Find, be that douche, but just go, oh, yeah, oh, flex the abs, do whatever it is you got to do, right? Isometric attractions. Just do it tastefully. Don't do it like an idiot. But that's it, guys. So that's kind of what you can learn from the, 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 the fitness fuck tires at your gym. So there's a lot. Now, like I said, if they would actually do heavyweight that they're capable of with good technique instead of just really shitty, there's all over the place intensity, um, keep up the frequency. They, they got that done. Um, go to a normal protein level where they're just not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's kind of a waste of their money. Keep the tools, but use the tools when you need them for what you need them for flex with more class you will actually be well on your way so if you are one of these flopping around fish guys where the lap machines carrying you up and you're just doing the weirdest shit stop and do it properly and if for those of you that are doing lightweights and everything's perfect perfect technique oh actually what's one more thing i do want to talk about i got extra help here written as the last point it's okay, guys, and that's what I was about to say. Do proper technique, but it's okay to cheat a little bit. Not a lot, but if you're going to fail your say on arms, and you know what? You can kind of, you know, you know, pop the elbows out a couple inches just to get it up there, get in that extra squeeze. It's okay to cheat on a rep or two at the end. Maybe if it's you're doing three or four sets, and you want to, you know, pop out a couple little cheating sets, cheating reps, I should say, on that fourth set, go for it. 90% of your technique should stay on track, but an extra little 10% bump, 100% okay. Don't be a technique geek, a tech geek. That's what we'll call it for now, a tech geek, okay? Nothing drives me more fucking nuts than tech geeks. You know, you see in a lot of the uh, kinesiologists and stuff in gyms, they're such tech geeks. I'm like, put something higher than fucking 95 pounds on your back for once, you fucking tech geek. Anyways, that's it. Technique, very important. But it's also important to get heavy and get intense as well, as long as you're doing it safely. And a couple little cheating curls there at the end, a couple little extra... Yeah, a little bit of shoulder action on that last set of triceps. A little, little kip on your last dip or two. Not the end of the world and highly suggested in my opinion. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And of course, you can always find me at Barbells to Buddhas on Instagram, uh, as well as Roar Alexander on Facebook. And of course, you're always welcome to join my Facebook group as well. Live Stronger, Longer, Better with Roar Alexander. And I hope to see you 
at my Halloween Spooktacular Body Transformation Program. Talk to you guys again very soon. Thank you.